Hello, everybody. Tracy, Mrs. J-Dog Flanagan with you here today. I'm the co-founder and senior vice president of J-Dog Brands. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Tactical Treasures Podcast, powered by J-Dog and Vet TV. Our podcast gives veterans, male spouses, active military members, and military family members a voice in the veteran space to speak about their service, how they're su- serving their communities post-service, and they share with me a tactical treasure that has helped them in their journey in their military career, business, or life. Today, I'm excited to have with me Tonya Henry, who is a disabled Army veteran, having joined in 1994 and serving for four years. And during her time in the Army, Tanya volunteered as a lead leader helping other soldiers in Bible studies. It was shortly after joining the Army in 1995 that Tanya began to be sick and different body systems started failing her. Tanya sought help from numerous doctors and specialists, but she did not receive the diagnosis that changed her life until 2014, when it was determined that she had gastroparesis. Tanya was then later diagnosed with Ehlers-Danlos, mast cell activation syndrome, dysautonomia, and primary immunodeficiency. However, Tanya does not let these illnesses stop her, as she continues to volunteer in various ways within her community, and she advocates for others who have been diagnosed with gastroparesis and other chronic illnesses. Tanya, thank you so much for coming on and and sharing your story. Um, Wow, you've been through a lot, um, and I'm interested to hear how you obviously are rising above and continuing to serve uh, post-service. So thank you for your service, ma'am, and thank you for coming on and sharing your special story. Um, but first, I'd like to understand like, what first led you to join the military. Well, um, I've always been a fan of medical, and I wanted to first be a doctor. Then I switched and said, you know what? I want to go into nursing. So it was a high school counselor who said, hey, all of you that want to go to college, take the ASVAB because colleges look at that too. So took the ASVAB. Next thing you know, here comes the recruiters. Hey, you know, join this branch, join this branch. And they were like, you can be a nurse in the military. So that's what got me into the military. But when I went to MEPS, there was no medical jobs available. So I was a little upset. And But right. my thinking was, if I don't pick a job today, I'm not coming back. I'm just going to, the, going to college. So I did communications and still, okay. I mean, it was still good though. Right, right. Um, so you were in for four years. Was there a p- particular aspect of your service that was especially impactful for you or that stood out? Um, I would have to say probably um, just going to Saudi Arabia, seeing different cultures, different people. Um, I love going there, even though we were there for a particular mission. I think it was still nice just to see how other countries do things. Right, right. Um, So, so during your service, uh, that's when you began to feel sick, but it wasn't until much later that you received your diagnosis for gastroparesis. Yes. Um, so could you educate our audience on what exactly that is and how it affects the body? Well, gastroparesis is uh, delayed emptying, 
And so since it affects the stomach mostly, um, people can have like delayed swallowing, a delayed colon, which I do have all of those, but gastroparesis is the mainly the part that affects the stomach. And so because of that, I currently am on TPN because I can't consume meals um, with gastroparesis. Some of the common symptoms are nausea, vomiting, malabsorption. So your vitamins and minerals stay deficient. Um, you right. also can have right. things such as weight loss, abdominal pain, just different things like that. And I've experienced all of those and usually like on a constant basis, you know, um, currently because I'm on TPN, I don't vomit a lot unless I have a procedure and then it's just, it's mostly bile, but, um, I've had a G tube, I've had a GJ, which the G is just a tube going into your stomach. A GJ is there's a gastric part and a jejunal part, which is into your small intestines. And I've had just a straight J tube, which is in your small intestine. And along with that, I had a gastric stimulator implanted, which is like the size of a pacemaker, but it's for your stomach. So the stimulator was on my right abdomen and the, the wires went into the stomach wall. Oh, wow. Ugh. That's, it's amazing what science can do um, to yes. be able to ha- help um, your, sis- your um, system that you're, you know, you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, so you advocate extensively for um, gastroparesis and chronic yes. illness awareness and education. Um, so you do this within your community and on a larger scale. Could you talk to us about some of the work that you do in these endeavors? Well, um, for one, I'm an OLE ambassador, which is a volunteer role to help people who are on IV nutrition or have feeding tubes and such because I have that experience. Um, But I also advocate as much as I can sort of like on a, I guess, a legislative level, which I'm a part of rare disease legislative advocates. So throughout the year, there are special events where different advocates can meet either through Zoom or in person with their state representatives and such. So I've done that for a few years. And anytime there is any day coming up like or month like gastroparesis awareness month rare d rare disease day anything like that i'm always posting that on social media i'm posting on linkedin on facebook i may make a video about something and post it on youtube or um i'm sharing with everyone so i will also contact you know my mayor and say hey you know Can I get a proclamation for this? I'll write up the paperwork, submit it. And I've uh, been given the Gastroparesis Awareness Month proclamation um, several times. And I have another friend who's in the military with gastroparesis, ex-military. And I'll say, hey, I'm coming to get the proclamation. You want to come and join me? You know, take part in the ceremony, too. So we'll both go down and meet with the mayor, um, I reach out to local media, newspapers, 
uh, KCEN radio or um, TV station. So I've been on the news talking about just different stuff like that, military, warrior, you know, gastroparesis, those types of things. That's my right, passion. Right. Hello, viewers and listeners. I would like to introduce you to the J-Dog Foundation, which is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to the prevention of veteran suicide and the healing of veterans' mental health. 100% of all proceeds received by the J-Dog Foundation goes directly to several foundations focused on the mission of saving veterans' lives. Each partner is hand-selected by our executive director, Jerry Flanagan, with input from the assistant director, Tracy Flanagan, and the J-Dog Foundation board members. Our foundation's motto saving lives one veteran at a time. Go to jdogfoundation.org to take a look at everything that we're doing there and the organizations that we're partnered with. You can also donate and there's also a support line if you're in need of help. Thanks. Check us out. jdogfoundation.org. So, so you work with the Oli Foundation. Yes. Um, what exactly does that foundation do? And could you go into a little bit more detail about that? Yes. Um, the Oli Foundation, they are a recognized 501c nonprofit that their goal is to help those people on nutrition, um, artificial nutrition, and those with ostomies to get education, um, to find supplies, to help them with whatever resources that they need. They also host things like webinars. Um, they'll host like a regional conference. Then they'll do monthly webinars. They have support groups. Um, most of them are online. So there'll be like a gastro or support group for someone who's on TPN, which is IV nutrition. There'll be a support right. group for those on feeding tubes. There's support groups for children, teenagers, and older people who have been on TPN for longer. So they host different things like that. Um, I've never been to the annual conference, but I have been to a regional conference, which I find that it's great because you get to meet doctors, nutritionists, people who look like you who are hooked up to an IV line or feeding tube backpack and it's like you look around the room and that's all you see is is backpacks full of TPN or or tube feeds. And so I think it's great because you don't really see someone who looks like that on a daily basis. But then when you get into a room and you see, hey, I'm not the only one that walks around like this. So they're great providing community spirit because yeah. you get to see those people like you. And um, they also now have like, they're starting to form online, like a physician or a clinical network. So doctors and nurses and dietitians can become a member of OLE and have their contact information, like what they do, like, do they serve people with ostomies? Do they deal with TPN? Do they deal with gastric stimulators, G-tubes and stuff? Because you will find that not every GI can handle it. I've been turned down sure. by numerous doctors. Oh no, we don't deal with T TPN. We don't deal with feeding tubes. So I go hours away to GI who can handle my needs. Oh, wow. 
Wow. So I guess being in a room with something like that, it makes you feel like at least you're not alone, right? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So I can understand how that can foster a good community spirit. Hello, viewers and listeners. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Tactical Treasures Podcast. We are currently speaking with Tanya Henry, who is a disabled Army veteran having joined in 1994 and serving for four years. It was during her time in the Army um, that she began to experience illness. And after years later, she finally was diagnosed with gastroparesis. And she works currently with the Oli Foundation as an advocate and an ambassador. And the Oli Foundation is a nonprofit home nutrition therapy community and advocacy group whose mission is to enrich the lives of those living with home IV nutrition or tube feeding through advocacy, education, community, and innovation. The Oli Foundation provides a number of ways for patients, families, and caregivers to connect for information and support, including chat forums, support groups, and an Oli Ambassador Network with people across the United States and Canada who can be reached online, by phone, or in person to provide guidance. To learn more, donate to the advocacy and education effort, and connect directly with Tanya through the Ambassador Network, head to oleyoleyorg Now back to the podcast. So I... I would like to hear about your tactical treasure. Um, what would you like to share with us today? I would say it is um, helping others and like my advocacy, not just advocating, but I love to help people in my community. I have always been a volunteer, you know, always got some kind of mission, like who can I help now? So it, I think it started back in high school. You know, I was in health occupations and I volunteered at the hospital as a limeade. So it was kind of like a candy striper, but you, you just go around and you pick the, help the residents get their meals for the week. So then after that, it started helping um, with an EFMP special needs camp. And so I did sponsorship. I got donations and, you know, monetary sponsorship for the camp for all the kids who were in the exceptional family member program camp, which is, you know, like military based. So after that, then I started doing Relay for Life. Same thing, doing sponsorship and donations for all the cancer survivors. And now it's more advocacy. What can I do to get information out about people with different diseases, sharing how you can get financial support, sharing where there are support groups, stuff like that. And I also still help my friend with every year and monthly donations for our local homeless and less fortunate community. So that's that's my big thing. If people know me, they'll know Tanya loves to help people. So that's my goal. And all I do, whether it's advocating or helping the local community, is all about who can I help? Wow. Uh, you're amazing. You're a force to be reckoned with, young lady. Thank you. <laughs> Thank um, you. That's, you are quite the poster child for service above self. Um, uh, what an inspiration you are. Um, thank you for sharing 
uh, that treasure and all that you've done um, with uh, helping. And I used to be a candy striper too. Oh. I back in the day, yeah. <laughs> I loved volunteering. That was that yes. was great. I uh, before I did this, I mm-hmm. I did about ten years in the medical field. So wow. um, I. I truly enjoyed that. Um, but um, thank you so much for sharing everything that you did. Um, do you have any advice for fellow veterans who may be struggling post-service? I would say that no matter who you are or what you're dealing with, you're never alone. I have found that just by like sharing things online, you are never alone. No matter if it's mental health stuff, children related, family, your health stuff, financial stuff, whatever it is, someone can relate to what you're going through. And so I feel like you need to share with someone, reach out to someone that you know, let them know. If it's not a medical professional, reach out to a family friend because someone can help you out. And if you do have mental health issues or medical issues, reach out online. There are always support groups for all of that stuff. Yes. Yes, there are. Uh, that, that's great advice. That's great advice for, um, you know, our, your fellow service members to know, um, Mm -hmm. there's, you're not alone. You're not alone. There's always help. Um, so where, uh, where can people, you know, find out more about the the foundation and um, kind of find out about all the things that you're involved with? Well, um, for the foundation, you can go to www.oley, which is O-L-E-Y dot org. Um, and that is... Okay. Uh, all the information is on there. And right now, I, I know they're re, revamping it all, but you can even search under Oli Ambassadors. And um, I'm not sure if it's still there, but it was. So you can see everyone's name. So my name, my bio, everything will be on there. I know they're redoing that system. So I'm not sure exactly what it looks like currently, but before you could see all the ambassadors. And you can see like where we're at, what our name is, what we specialize in helping people with. So that's all on there. Um, I can be found on LinkedIn and I'm also on YouTube. Um, I have a public YouTube channel. Um, and on YouTube, I go by, uh, I think it's Chronically Ill Soldier. Chronically ill soldier. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a uh, great information. So if, if people wanted to reach out to you, would they maybe message you on LinkedIn? If, you know, if they heard your story and they'd really like to talk more with you, is that how they would get you or could they reach you through the website? Um, probably LinkedIn and they could send me a private message on LinkedIn and on LinkedIn. Yeah. I'm, just same name. It's like Tanya Henry. Okay. All right. Great. Well, Tanya, th- I really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing your story. Um, you've made yourself very vulnerable and I, mm-hmm. I thank you for that. 
because I'm sure there's a lot of people who who need to hear your story and and, yes. and probably relate and and can benefit from the information that you have to share. So I really appreciate that. Thank you for your treasure is very special. And you. um, your story is amazing. You're very inspiring. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on. I really appreciate it. And thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye now. Bye. Hello, viewers and listeners. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Tactical Treasures Podcast. We've just finished up an amazing conversation with Tanya Henry, who is a disabled Army veteran, having joined in 1994 and serving for four years. It was during her time in the Army that Tanya began to, to experience illness, and several years later, she was finally diagnosed with gastroparesis. She is now an advocate and an ambassador for the Oli Foundation, which is a nonprofit home nutrition therapy community and advocacy group whose mission is to enrich the lives of those living with home IV nutrition or tube feeding through advocacy, education, community, and innovation. The Oli Foundation provides a number of ways for patients, families, and caregivers to connect for information and support, including chat forums, support groups, and an Oli Ambassador Network with people across the United States and Canada who can be reached online by phone or in person to provide guidance. To learn more, donate to the advocacy and education effort, and connect directly with Tonya through the Ambassador Network, you can head to oleoley.org. Or you can also connect with her on LinkedIn by her name, Tanya Henry. Or she also has a YouTube channel at Chronically Ill Soldier. So you can certainly check out all that she has to share on all those channels. Thank you for tuning in. You can find our Tactical Treasures podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms as well as Vet TV. We are now airing on Reese Across America Radio on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. And if you miss that episode, be sure to check it out again on Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern. You can also find Reese Across America Radio on the iHeartRadio app, the Odyssey app, and the TuneIn app. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you again on another podcast. Bye-bye now.